Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one on one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Scott Schubiger, the Chief Development Officer of the Massage Heights Franchise Opportunity. And Massage Heights is a family-owned massage and wellness franchise dedicated to elevating the lives of others by providing members and guests with professional, affordable, and resort-quality massage, skincare, and wellness services. And we're going to talk to Scott about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand, the opportunity to take control of your future, and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the Franchipreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Scott Schubiger, the Chief Development Officer of the Massage Heights Franchise Opportunity. And Massage Heights is a family-owned massage and wellness franchise dedicated to elevating the lives of others by providing members and guests with professional, affordable, and resort-quality massage, skin care, and wellness services. Hi, Scott. How are you? Welcome to the show. Good morning, Marty. Thank you for having me today. Ah, oh, this is my pleasure, Scott. We would like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Scott? I'm calling from my home office today in Morristown, New Jersey. Oh, fantastic. Actually, I, I grew up in New Jersey, Scott. So, um, yeah, so nice. I know New Jersey well. And I'm, yeah, I'm not that far <laughs> from New Jersey. I'm in eastern Pennsylvania. Not at all. So it's kind of like right over the river, you know, so, so we're not, we're not that far apart. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and it's a nice day today. It's a little bit warm still, but, you know, you can feel traces of fall coming, can't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely can see the swing, but uh, September is a beautiful month in this part of the country, as you it know. It sure is. Absolutely. You know, you, you have an amazing background, Scott. You know, I, I thought maybe, you know, we could start a little bit with, you know, how you actually got involved in franchising because you have an amazing career. Well, well thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. The first, uh, I guess, about 18 years now in franchising, but that's only half my career, basically. The first half of my career out of grad school was in technology, Marty, uh, uh-huh. companies like Cisco Systems yeah. and, and, and HP. So I kind of got world-class sales training uh, at an early age. And uh, right. a buddy of mine, you also, we have a uh, beach house down in LBI, and a buddy of mine sure. one day who uh, was running Real, uh, Realogy, which was Sendent at the time, if you okay. if you familiar with all the real estate franchising brands. They're all under one conglomerate in Parsippany, New Jersey. Yeah. And he was kind enough to get me in the door. I wanted some international experience under my belt. He had just hired a gentleman who headed up all of their brands internationally. And uh, lo and behold, I got a position in franchise sales to run the Sotheby's International Real Estate brand in Asia Pacific. (laughs) So I uh, I got my international experience. I cut my teeth in franchising, learned a lot from that conglomerate came back to the States and worked with the CEO on launching Better Homes and Gardens real estate. And then the rest was history because a lot of those folks actually went off. It's sort of like a coaching tree in football where the real estate, the the franchising tree, those gentlemen went off. A lot of them went into private equity. They bought brands. Uh, You know, Rita's Ice was one of them. And and then I came into Rita's as chief development officer. So that story kind of repeated itself a couple of times and really got me going in in the world of franchising. What is it you like most about franchising, Scott? Like, what you know, you've been in, in franchising for a while now. So, so what do you like most about it? Yeah, I think that for me, at the end of the day, it's it's really the rewarding aspect of helping people, uh, maybe you know, who desire to get out of corporate America, be their own boss, uh, have a lifestyle change. Uh, you know, I I and my team take that very very seriously. That's a that's a yeah. very awesome responsibility. <laughs> Right. So, you know, I, I love, I enjoy the process to this day from the very first yeah. call and when my team talks to them about, you know, making sure that we give them, I always tell the candidates, you know, our job as a team is to give you all the ammunition you and your spouse need, you know, usually right. your spouse, but not always, um, right. to make the best decision. And if it's our brand, great. If it's not, that's okay. And hopefully I was able to put you in a good uh, position for something else. Right. So, so that's that. That's what I enjoy about it the most. Um, it really, to this day, is is still very rewarding. And then, as you know, a lot of those franchisees become your friends, uh, which yeah. is which is 
which is fantastic. It's interesting you say that, Scott, because, you know, when we talk about Massage Heights, I mean, it's, it, it's a family brand, and it's almost like, you know, your franchisees become part of the family to some extent, don't they? A hundred percent. And, you know, Shane Evans did a, a tremendous job, uh, her and her family, uh, uh, of getting this brand off the ground back in 2004. And I, I just had the pleasure of being with Shane for a couple of days in Las Vegas at the MUFC mm-hmm. show. And she's, right. she's as passionate as ever. <laughs> she was in our booth wow. uh, telling the story. And, you know, what they built is just something, to your point, it, it's family-based first. That never has left the brand. And at right. the end of the day, you're exactly, you're exactly right. I mean, you're bringing these people into your family. We had Massage Heights on the show. I mean, it was in the early days, Scott. I mean, I want to go back maybe about 10, <laughs> 11 years ago. You know, so I mean, and, and, yeah. and the brand has just come so far, you know. I mean, it, it's, it's wonderful. You know, the, the, the pleasure for me in doing the show is, you know, when I have a franchise, not, not to say Massage Heights was new at the time, but they were a much younger brand. And now it's like there's such a recognizable brand, you know. I mean, it, it seems like everyone is familiar with them. Maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, like a brief history of Massage Heights and how they got started. You mentioned they are a family brand, but for our new listeners yes. who might be unfamiliar. Maybe you could talk a little bit about them. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, so San Antonio, Texas-based, Shane Evans yeah. uh, was actually experiencing as, as, an, as, a, as an athlete, uh, in, you know, uh, in, her, in her years after college, mm-hmm. she kind of had a back injury, and she was really struggling yeah. not finding the right way, and, and, and she stumbled upon sort of massage uh, therapeutically that, not, you know, um, not only just, you know, uh, the relaxing elements of a massage, which are important, but really... And I think now the mindset has shifted for most people who in right. this industry get a massage on a regular basis, not only yep. for relaxation, but for, you know, that weekend warrior who tweaked their back right. playing golf, me, me right. included. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we go in monthly and get worked on, and, and, and it's great. So, so that's where the genesis of, of it, you know, really began, and it led to her wanting to just say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a, a massage um, experience, and it's called Massage Heights because – Right. Everything around our, our massage and facial, uh, which are the two elements within our retreats, we call them retreats, is really sort of elevated. So it's that heightened experience uh, while you're getting a very affordable massage. And so that was the, the beginning of it. Um, she, she and the team have done a great job. Uh, what I say is super important in terms of training and operations and making sure the franchisees have everything they need. And, and that's second right. to none in the industry. We have some really good, strong competitors. And and that's a good thing. You know, I think right. that, you know, having some good competition and, uh, you know, is validation to the market. And it's also right. just, um, you know, it's great to see. Um, and then so, so that has been in place now since 2000, you know, 2004, we've constantly built. And to your point, we have great brand equity. But what was amazing to me was, we're still sort of, uh, in our infancy stages or first three innings of a ball game, if you will, right, and that we right. only have 121 retreats open, Marty, 10 in Canada and about okay. 111 in the U.S. So right. we have every major market available across the country. Wow. And, it, you know, when, when you look at our business model and then you look at multi-unit franchisees looking to play in the space, uh, it's, it's a very attractive offer. It is amazing, Scott, you know, how – the industry has changed, you know, over the course of time, you know, you mentioned like with the customers and I imagine, you know, with life being so stressful today too, you know, that, you know, the size, yes. as you mentioned, you know, relaxation, you know, because all of us, you know, are, are, are working all the time. Who would you say are, you know, the, the customers to Massage Heights? I imagine it's probably changed a little bit over time. 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting. The, the, the customer base has grown, and I think with, with, with no, uh, uh, you know, with certainty, I mean, we've seen we're going to have a record year this year, okay? So for the brand, we're on pace for a record system-wide revenue. And when you go back and, you know, this pandemic, unfortunately, has caused yeah. a lot of angst, a lot of right. uh, stress. And if right. you look at our 2019 numbers, if, let's, let's throw 2020 out the window just for a second, because mm-hmm. that's sure. really not a true apples-to-apples apples comparison. Right. But of course, Correct. we can talk about there's some actually interesting elements I- I within last year that, that maybe I can share. But if yeah. you look at 19 to 21, our numbers are – they've rebounded extraordinarily well, and they're uh, – Oh, about 10 or 12% higher than 2019 month to month. And so we are tracking really well. I think that's a testament not only to the brand and the experience, but it's a testament to people's need to come in and, and get a massage and relieve right. that stress. Um, so that, that is, um, that's something that we've seen. Now, within 2020, the thing about our brand, too, is it's, you know, it, it's, it's a membership-based recurring revenue model. Right. And this, this stat, Marty, kind of surprised me. 83% of our members during the pandemic continued to pay. They continued to pay their monthly membership. That's 11% incredible. froze. Yeah, so, you know, and I think that's, a, that's because they wanted these businesses to survive. They wanted them right. to bounce back for the few months they were closed. They knew that they were going to come use the service the day they opened, and they kept paying their memberships. And so from a franchisee owner perspective, you know, no one was uh, immune to this uh, unfortunate right. pandemic that we're still right. living. But but they they weathered the storm a bit better because they actually were still getting revenues in the door with the model. It's incredible, Scott. You know, it, it, what it says to me. You know, I mean, when, when you say those numbers, is it, it seems to me, and you know, you know, it's better than I do. I, but they, the, the customers to Massage Heights, I, I guess it's safe to say that they're pretty brand loyal customers, aren't they? A hundred percent. That that's a great yeah. point, Marty. Great observation. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things about this brand is because of the heightened experience. Because they, you know, kind of like a when a woman has a hairstylist and they'll follow right. that stylist around. Yes. You know, when yes. they find a massage therapist that they like, you know, they're happy and they're going to stay with them. And and so that's right. We're seeing that play out. How has technology played a role in in? the business, Scott, again, you know, when, when I had Massage Heights, you know, on a, a decade ago, I'm sure it's a lot different today. You know, there's mobile technology and I'm sure, you know, that, that technology, you know, helped in the pandemic and things like that, you know, as far as, you know, communication and things like that. But how is Massage Heights using technology today? Yeah, I think to your point, I think a couple of key things, um, um, let's see, externally for the consumer, but then internally kind of under the covers for the franchisee. So I'll start mm-hmm. first externally. You know, they can come in, they can book now on their phones and it's touch list and all that. You yeah. know, I guess pandemic, pandemic right. Right, has, has kind of made that sort of the norm, the new norm. Yes. Uh, yeah. And people have become very accustomed to that. But in a way, it's, it's very productive and efficient and it helps us understand, hey, you know, John, John's walking in the door in three minutes. Let's, you know, let's make sure we check in and and all of that. So, so right. in that aspect, uh, it's been really good. Now, look, I mean, we're not a high tech brand from a consumer perspective, mm-hmm. other than the mm-hmm. check, the check in and the check out. I mean, you're there to get, you know, hands on massage, right? Right. Or facial. Right. Now, for, but from a, I think where we, we, we've, we've seen great strides is, and I was blown away with this because I've been at many brands as we've kind of allu- alluded to. Right. Um, internally, we have a proprietary operational system that is just incredible. And so the franchisee can slice and dice and look at every aspect of their business. 
uh, compare it across the board to other franchisees. What trends are they seeing? What if they pull this lever? Wow. What will it do to their business? And it's it's a proprietary system that took a few years to build. So, right. you know, that's, again, that's that longevity of the brand and the vision of the brand. But now that we have this, it's a real kind of ace up our sleeve uh, from an operational perspective. And that's what you're getting, you know, when, when you buy into a franchise system. Scott, as you, you mentioned, you know, Massage Heights worked years, you know, to, to, to create that proprietary operational system. You know, Correct. I mean, it's something that you can't build overnight, you know, yeah, right, uh, especially when right. you're on your own. So it, it's part of it, isn't it? A hundred percent, and 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 that's why it's so robust. Is because you know, as you as any growing new emerging brand, when you're starting out, you make stops and starts, and you know right. mistakes, and you and you course correct and pivot, and you know, so a lot of lessons learned over those 17 years yeah. being in business. So. Yeah, right. absolutely. A fun question we like to ask, Scott, you know, and have someone like yourself on, on the show. You know, what's what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since you've been with Massage Heights? I know you, you probably have hundreds of stories. I know COVID's always been a theme, <laughs> you know, when I ask the question, you know, because nobody was expecting that. But, you know, does anything else stand out, you know, over the years? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I've only been at Massage Heights uh, since August 1st, so yeah, a little okay. over a month. Uh, now, I've been in the industry a long time, but, you know, when I, right. when I saw Susan come over, I've known Susan a long time, our new CEO. She's just fantastic, great reputation. I had the pleasure yeah. to work with her at Lunchbox Wax Salon a little oh, bit. Wow. And we got really kind of, yeah, we really got into the strategy. And I said, boy, right. you know, with Susan coming on board and uh, CG Funk, who's, who's sort of a, a guru and so well-known in the industry, that was a head turner. When yeah, we I saw the press a weeks ago. Scott. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so I was like, I want to be on board with this train. I love this brand. I love the people behind it. And, and, you know, I guess, um, you know, it's just, it, to me, in, in, a, in a short period of time, uh, what, what gives me great pleasure is to just every single person out of San Antonio to the FBCs out in the field, the, the business consultants, uh, everybody is just uh, an A-plus person uh, and, and very passionate and committed to the brand. And, you know, Marty, when you get, when you get in your 50s and you get up there a little bit, you know, um, yeah. for me anyway, what I care about is, working for good people, working for a good yes. team, working for a good yeah. brand. And, and, right. and I, I couldn't be happier with that. Is, is there a difference for you, Scott, in working with a family brand? I haven't had you know, a lot you know, out of the 750 shows you know, we've done up to this point. There hasn't been a lot of family <laughs> right. brands. You know, but but is, right. is there a difference for you? Or do you notice a difference in working with a family brand versus you know, a, a, a non-family brand? Yeah, yeah, that, great question, and, and I, I do. I think I think, and it's not always easy because sometimes, how do I say this? The family brand will um, stay engaged even though yes, they're yes. removed, and that right, can cause right. some hiccups. I would I would applaud uh, the Evans, uh, you know, Shane and, and and her family for doing what they've done, taking this brand to where it's at, but and then yet allowing us you know, to, to really go in and drive the business. Now, of course, you know, we, we lean on them. We'll go back and, and, and talk to them, and they, they're very um, in, in, engaged. But, but right. they allow, they, they do indeed allow us to, to kind of to run the ship at this point, which, is, which I take, you know, I know Susan and CG and the team that we inherited, uh, you know, Russell Hoff at Operations yeah. is probably the best I've ever seen. You know, wow. these folks, all of them, um, we appreciate what they've built and we take that as a great responsibility. And, and the fact that they've kind of uh, turned the reins over, so to speak. Um, so you, you, you feel the elements of the family heritage for sure. Right. But, right. You, but you also want to carry that torch to, to the next level. So what types of characteristics, 
do you look for or, or, or do you want in, in your your new franchisee, Scott? I'm sure there's something that, that you look for that you realize that they're going to be a good match for, for, for the brand. What's important to you? Yeah, great, great question. And, you know, I think the most important thing is um, being passionate about getting into the space. You don't mm-hmm. have to be a massage therapist to run right. it. You know, you, you, would, you would hire uh, what's called a retreat director, who that person would be. But you still have to be passionate about the space. You know, I get, I, I get asked the question a lot, well, is this a, an absentee business? Or, yeah. you know, and I would say, <laughs> and, I, and I, I candidly tell people, look, I really don't know any franchise, even though they may say it is, that is truly absentee. (laughs) If it is, you know, right? It's like you only get one shot of your grand opening. You only get one shot of opening up in the community. And so I tell our candidates, you know, honestly, you really need to be engaged in the beginning and then hire a great retreat director. But it's also someone that, um, you know, is is coachable or and mm-hmm. or uh, is is able to follow a system and I and I say that because not you know right. there are a lot of entrepreneurial people that they just that's hard for them they think they can do yes. it better or right. and, and they'll go a little bit off the script and and that's the beauty of franchising is you really don't need to do that if you trust the process trust the system follow the system learn from your colleagues you know why is Johnny doing this so well in Seattle Washington you know what can I glean from him to make my business a little better versus, um, you know, the sort of know-it-all types that think they can do it right. <laughs> on the right. right. So so those, and, and again, and again, that, that's, it, that's, that's okay. If that's your skill set, you know, you're probably right. better in some other business, exactly. but you know, we really take, we take it to heart that, you know, you really need to, you know, and that comes clear through the process, Marty. We have a pretty good, yeah. you know, development process and it's, uh, you know, like even this week we have a discovery day and, um, you know, we, it, it's, we're awarding a franchise based on uh, us wanting to partner together and both, right. both sides have to feel that it's a great opportunity. So, um, but those are some of the things we look for. You know, obviously passion, uh, mm-hmm. business, acumen, business acumen helps, but yeah. also we have all the tools and training that we can get you there. I think what we can't teach is sort of uh, passion, discipline, sure. uh, willing to follow the plan. Right. Those right. things are just sort of sort of table stakes. Yeah. But what about the training, Scott? Has this, I'm sure the training changed maybe a little bit. You know, I mean, well, COVID was happening, but I mean, sure. how does training that typically maybe in the past or in the future, you know, how does that work? Yeah, we have extensive training uh, at, at Massage Heights. And uh, to your point, some of it has gone virtual and, and yeah. we actually revamped. We have a great learning management system. So the LMS is actually even evolving as we speak. And it's, I, I have to tell you, they, Marty, they put, <laughs> I said when I joined, put me through all the training as if I was a new yeah. franchisee. And I, I and by great. the way, I still haven't gotten through all of it. I'm still taking <laughs> classes on the weekends and at night. It's very oh, thorough, very robust. Yeah. And uh, obviously the, we, we call them camps. So there's camp one, camp two, camp eight, and there's different stages. Some are, you know, obviously need to be in person. Uh, a lot now is LMS, but then at the very end, of course, we're actually in their retreats, working with them, um, making sure that, um, you know, that, they, that they're really ready to go when they open their right. doors. And so very robust training, very thorough. It's only going to get better with um, some of the, the people that we've added recently uh, and, uh, you know, couldn't be happier about that. That's terrific. What is a, a a typical day like for a Massage Heights franchisee, Scott? You mentioned, you know, it's it's not a, really an absentee ownership, you know, business. So, I mean, if you could paint like a little bit of a picture of, you know, what goes sure. on during the day, that would be great. 
Yeah, I'll give you an example. We have one in my town. I have the advantage of having uh, one right here in Morristown. I'll be meeting with the owner tomorrow for coffee. I get together with him once a month. And, you know, Dave Dave will be, let's see, you know, he'll get up, he'll – uh, he'll go in and check in, uh, you know, like, you know, like anything else. One day last month, the AC wasn't working in the building yeah. and he spent, right. he spent two hours trying to get that right. fixed from the landlord. You know, sometimes those things happen, right? Sure. But, you know, <laughs> it's not always the sexy yeah. stuff, but the, right, the right, owner right. was there making sure that, you know, the, that he was there to fix that. And they, and they did. And Starbucks is another tenant there, right? So obviously there was a lot of pull and weight and that done. Yeah, but, but, you know, great. they come in, they check on the business, they rely on their retreat director, um, they're they're managing the numbers. You know they can they can do it right. from uh, you know uh, remotely and look at look at mm-hmm. the numbers. If there's something that's not right, uh, Dave's close enough in this example I'm I'm portraying where he could get in the car and be there in ten minutes and go check in uh, and 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 fix anything that needs to be fixed. Uh, but mostly he's there. You know the owners are there uh, to to check in on their staff, keep their staff very help, uh, happy. Uh, right. and, 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 and keep their books full. You know, they're always out there doing grassroots marketing. You know, in, in town I live in, um, there's a lot. There's an Athleta next door. There's uh, all kinds of things. It's, it, it's you know, it's kind of a, 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 a retail-type town mm-hmm. with, a, right. with a green. And, you know, and so you, yeah. you're out there shaking hands. You're out there promoting the new Clean Juice franchise that's across the street. Hey, you know, uh, Orange Theory, it's the same customer that goes to Orange Theory right. or Yoga that their juice is right. getting the such height. So, so the owner is out there really just being part of the fabric of the community, driving the community, you know, being an ambassador of the brand and saying, hey, look, folks, here in Morristown, we've got this great service, this great elevated uh, experience for you to come in and get relaxed. And, and that's really the main job of the franchise owner and then right. the underpinnings of that are relying upon your retreat director and the great massage therapist to actually do the work to make sure right. that the customer's happy and comes back. And I have someone on, on the show like yourself, Scott. I mean, I have to ask, you know, because, we, again, we've been doing the show 14 years, and, and one of the things we learned is that wow. you know, a lot of the people that listen to our show, they, they know they want to get involved in franchising, but a lot of times they don't know where to begin because you, when I got involved in it, I think it was like around 1999, I think they said something like there was like 1,200 concepts. And I think today like, I see numbers are like 3,000 different systems or 3,500 systems. Uh, you know, I know, from, I yeah, know. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, from, from everything you've learned up to this point, what, what advice would you give to someone who is just kind of like <clears throat> starting their franchise search? Where do, where do they begin? Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, a good place to begin is to really sit down, think about, first of all, what segment you might be gravitating towards, mm. right? Um, yeah, some, right. Might want, some might have a passion for fitness and they want to go into yes. fitness or health or wellness. Right. You know, we're sort of in that, we're in that health, wellness, self-care yeah. category, right? And right. think about, A, what you might gravitate towards. B, what does that macro market look like? You know, right. we're, in a, we're in a $17 billion market here, right? So what does that wow. market look like? Is it big yeah. enough to fulfill my passions and my needs and wants? And is it aligned with what you want to build in a community? You know, uh, right. you know look, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about self-care. I'm passionate about the healing powers of it, the relaxation powers of it. I want to bring that to my community. Um, I would enjoy my, my sense of running a, a small business with great unit economics, you know, which, you know, obviously at the end of the day, you know, you want to do it also to um, feed your family and, 
and be well off. So the, right. the, the, the back of the napkin, does the back of the napkin math work, as I like to call it, you know, right, the unit right. economics work. Yeah. And, it, and, 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 you know, yeah. And then so if, if you check the boxes on those, then you can start getting a little more granular into, okay, well, right. who are the players in that space? Who might I look at? And quite frankly, you might have two that are neck and neck, but one has no availability, right? Like, right. you know, uh, right. One of the right. one of the advantages to us is you know you know and, and uh, is is just the availability to open right. two or three That's in a market true. or five in a market or even one, so you know that that then becomes you know how reasonable is it how how uh, you know right. can I open one in my town you know does it make sense right. and then and then really getting involved I would say you know reaching out to the brand and getting fill out a really quick short order form takes three minutes then get in the queue get in the process talk to the people. Uh, and, and talk to several people, you know, talk to two, right. three, four, uh, you know, until you really feel like this is the right home for me. That would be my recommendation. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, I think that's great advice, Scott. So it, it, if you could look into the future, Scott, so like if we had a crystal ball, you know, three years, five years <laughs> yeah. down the road. You yeah. mentioned, you know, there's, there's a lot of open territory, isn't there, for, yes. for Massage Heights. I mean, where, where do you see the company maybe three years, five years down the road? Yeah, yeah, we, well, yeah, exactly. We see we're going to be doubling. You know, in three years, if we don't have double the units, you know, I'd be I'd be surprised. So we're really yeah. going uh, into maybe you know getting into the two hundred and fifty range over the next I'd say you know two and a half to three years. Um, we, we're going to continue to go international. Uh, I think because we're a already there, albeit in Canada, it's a great it's a great international market to start. Right. Right. But with our international experience, we think we could we could really get into other international markets. And very strategically, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, one thing that we, we, we don't do in our model, Mar- Marty, is sometimes yeah. people sell area developer agreements and they say, right. oh, I sold someone 20 right. units. It, 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 that, that can and cannot work. Um, that's probably yeah. for another day. But, but what yeah. I'll say is we love, because of the turf we have, we do it very strategically. We look for people that want to open three or five over time. That way they can kind of own a market themselves. And yeah. we'll do very, very sort of uh, strategic and taste growth uh, in various markets, both here in the U.S. and then internationally as well. So double, I'd say double. You know, we, wow. we think this brand easily can get to, you know, five, 600 units over the next five to seven years. I mean, I guess in terms of franchising, I mean, you, you know, you guys are there, Scott. You know, as, as I said, I got to become familiar with the brand a long time ago, you know, and, and now sure. I, I've always understood, they said like the number is like, they always had the magic number for some reason, like over that 100 mark for some reason, which you guys yes. are over that mark, you know, so I mean, it, it, it's fantastic to, to, to see where you are today, you know, compared to, to a decade ago. So, I mean, it sounds like you are there, but right. And now that you have this, this established brand or even the brand is more powerful, um, I don't want to say it's going to yeah. be easier, right. But it, it, it's, it's, I think it puts you in a better position though, doesn't it? Yeah, Mark, great, great insight. And I think that's what candidates, some, some sophisticated and savvy candidates, which most of ours are, uh, yeah. when, they, when they explore this, they, they get it. They know that, look, we, we're at that 120 threshold. We've we, we crossed right. the chasm. We're not a young infant brand, but, right. but yet, but yet we, we have so much growth to go. Um, so all the other elements are there, the training, the operations, the support, then, you know, the, the, and they're done that, the lessons learned, you know, 14 years in this business, and yet yeah. now, gosh, you know, you can really build, you know, where do I want to go? And I, I, every day we're having conversations with, okay, you know, where, how many do you want in Atlanta? Uh, how many do you want in Memphis? Uh, right. You know, let's finish Vegas and do three here. And, and so, you know, they really can come in, these candidates, and have the luxury 
Uh, I would say the only exception to that is Houston, because obviously okay. we're San Antonio-based. Right. Houston That's is true. almost right. sold out, uh, but wow. we're doing one. Yeah, but, but other than that, um, you know, you have the luxury of really coming into a well-established brand um, with – uh, a great opportunity to, to take down a market or two. So, so that's really um, what we're excited about. That's terrific. What, what's the best way, Scott, for um, our listeners to get more information on Massage Heights? Of course, there's the franchise opportunity, but maybe even the service itself. Are there any, like, websites you want to kind of, like, direct our, our listeners to? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would say just certainly if you just go out to massageheights.com, uh, you'll be able to go okay. out and find your local retreat. Um, but then from a franchising perspective, Massage Heights, okay. excuse me, MassageHeightsFranchise.com, MassageHeightsFranchise.com. Okay. And you would just fill out a couple of fields and then uh, you'll get on my team to help you with that process. That's fantastic. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Scott. I'd like to, you know, invite you back over maybe the next year or two. I don't want to wait 10 years again to have you back. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, yeah, I'll come back and uh, who knows, maybe I'll take the ride over the river and we'll do it in, in the studio. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. It was, it was great talking to you today, Scott. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com. Or call us at 561-385-3032. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. 
our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the President of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today's Great Quote in Franchising comes from Tom Scarta, and Tom is a franchise consultant for Franchise, and he's the author of The Magic of Choosing Uncertainty. And we've had Tom on the show two times over the last 14 years, and Tom is great at providing analogies on topics like motivation and entrepreneurship. So today's great quote in franchising is called, It Doesn't Hurt Enough. Well, let Tom explain why. Uh, Ten years uh, with Franchise helping them to find businesses. And what I find, and, and you know this from the industry, is that majority of people who look at franchising do not buy a franchise. And the number one reason is fear of the unknown. So they go, instead of choosing, see, at the end of the process, you know, they're looking at great companies uh, because we vet them, we know who's good, who's not, and and you can never deny that the companies are not good when you go down the road at looking at them. Right. The The choice is not what franchise to buy. The choice is the choice between uncertainty and unhappiness. That's and most people go back to the unhappiness, and they because there's a comfort in that, right? There's yeah, so at least I get a paycheck. At least I know I have a job. At least I can pay my bills. And, right. and I got to tell you, if, you, if you think you're on this earth to pay your bills, you're always going to have a mild kind of um, frustration that goes through right. your life. That's it's very powerful, you know what you said, Tom. You know, it, it's um, it, you know. We, we've seen that on the show too. You know, I mean, I've heard numbers like uh, at, at like one out of a hundred people will, will will say yes to you know going the going the, the franchise alternative, or they'll give some kind of like excuse like you know, well, it's not perfect, you know. And I remember you even saying this, you know, a long time ago is you know, there's not really that, that always that perfect perfect opportunity. You know what I mean? I mean, there's always. I think the analogy you used a long time ago was. Even when you know you buy a house, you know what I mean. There's always going right. to be something with that house that you can always fix. You know what I mean. So there's never that That's perfect right. opportunity, and I suspect you get that from a lot of people because they're 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 so terrified of going forward. They're like, well, I don't think this is the perfect opportunity for me. I, I, I suspect you probably get that a lot, don't you? It, yeah, yeah, and you're right. I think it was um, in in Joe Matthews' great book, uh, Street Smart Franchising. Yeah, one, yeah. He talks about that. Um, one out of every hundred people that look at franchising actually buy a franchise, and and that the, the thing for me, Marty, is it makes me it makes me sad inside because I mm-hmm. talk to these folks yeah. that have great backgrounds, they're phenomenal at what they do, right. and they can easily translate their skills into their own business and really right. live happily ever after, and they don't, and and it's yeah. it's always because of fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You use a powerful word, um, Tom. You know, you used happy, you know, and, and I think it's interesting that how many people there are out there that are, you know, working day to day and they're just, you know, as you said, they're paying their bills, 
you know, but they're they're not happy, are they? You know, and, and I know a lot of those people who are working for, let's say, the city, and um, you know, they're they're going to get their pension at some point, but they just aren't happy. And I can't imagine working forty years and not being happy. And, and you wonder, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's really that powerful, and that's why I think your book is so important. You know, the magic of choosing uncertainty is 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 that you know. You lived it, haven't you? I mean, um, yeah. you know, I'm sure you know. You, you know, you you've been through all of those things that that a lot of your um, clients um, mm-hmm. certainly have gone through their head, don't they? Yeah, I've, I've yeah, I've been in their shoes, and and that's why I, I kind of enjoy what not kind of I love what I do because I'm yeah. really able to speak to people on on a you know a one to one basis that you know I. Right. I, I and not only have empathy, I, I've been there, I've done it, and and you know maybe it's not for everybody, and that's fine. I, I get right. that. Not everybody should buy a franchise, believe me. Right. But um, you know, but when you're when you're there and you're on the cusp, and you know it's the eleventh hour, and you have to make a decision, and and you run away from it, it's it's really really sad. And from you know from my perspective, it is, and I think from their perspective, I just read an article. Uh, last week, I said 86% of Americans want to change their job today. Wow, that's incredible. 86%. 86% of Americans want to change their job today, and probably maybe 1% will um, you know, get out of the corporate rat race. A lot of people will change jobs, and right. they're going from you know, one fire to another mm-hmm. fire, and they really exactly. don't solve anything. But I'll, I'll tell you that... Um, you know, a, a, a great story that I share with everybody, and, and I think that it will go very very well here. If you can imagine for a second, um, there's these two guys sitting on a porch, like two two old hillbillies, right? And they're and yeah. they're drinking their they're drinking their sarsaparilla and they're rocking in their rocking chairs. And one of them one of them has a hound dog, and the hound dog's sitting on the floor. And every once in a while, that hound dog lets out a yelp. Yeah. So so one of these guys, one one guy says the other guy with the dog, you know, what's wrong with your dog? And he said, oh, nothing's wrong with the dog. So he said, well, why does he yelp like that? Yeah. And he said, oh, he's laying on a nail. And uh, he said, well, why doesn't he get off the nail? And he said, well, I guess it just doesn't hurt bad enough. Wow. That's a great that's a great analogy. We're going to have to use it. We have this great quotes in Franchising Podcast. We're going to have to put that one in there. I haven't heard you tell that story, but I, I, I think that's um, – I mean, I mean, that's a great one. I mean, it does show – <laughs> you know how how we're willing to live our lives like that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it it frustrates the heck out of me. And um, you know, in in the book, I give people uh, what I call fuel for change, which are different exercises at the end of a couple of different chapters, where you can go through changing your mindset about things. Yeah. And, and you realize after a while, all your stuff, all your baggage in that fear department. Right. Essentially, it comes from your parents and, yeah, and from yeah. your upbringing telling you, you know, no, 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 right. don't do that, be careful. And if you would, if you lose, you're a loser. And, yeah. and that's not the case at all because when you take a chance and if it doesn't work out for some reason, there's more life yeah. lessons in that failure than there is in any success. And, and I can tell you that directly from my smoothie experience. Sure. You know, there's so much more to learn when you're trying to climb out of a hill, out of a hole, than standing on top of a hill. 
Yeah, and it's, you know, it must be, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, as I mentioned, Tom, you know, I mean, my mom is still waiting for me to go apply for the post office, you know, I said, I'm going to be <laughs> 50 years old in three years, you know, and I, and I just, I just recently, you know, completed my doctorate degree last year, and I think she's still waiting oh, wow. for me to go work, you know, for, for the post office, you know, I mean, she just tried to instill that in me as a kid, and maybe that was my, my reason I went the other direction, you know, I just didn't. It just didn't seem gratifying to me, not to, to, to pick on anyone who works for the post office, but I just didn't, I wouldn't have had that. And, and I love the word you use. It uses word fuel, you know, and we had, um, we had the great Michael Gerber on our show, and I, I know you're, you're a fan uh -huh. of his as well. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Tom Scarta, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com. You can go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page, and you can find Tom Scarta there. Or you can go to Franchise Interviews Listed by Category, and you can go to our Franchise Experts page and listen to the interview there. And finally, we just want to thank everyone for making this Great Quotes in Franchising podcast such a big hit. And we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.